NASCAR season is here, and everyone on the Toyota racing team is doing their part to perform at the highest level. From driver Ty Gibbs to amateur musician Russell Viper, who's working on the perfect pre-race pump-up track for the team. Start those cameras up! Yeah! To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. This NASCAR season, every member of the Toyota Racing Team is doing their part to take the trophy home. Like 6th grader Melissa Kowalski, who changes true to true X on every true-false quiz she takes. All my teachers are Martin Truex Jr. fans now. Keep up the great work, Melissa. To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. The following is a production of the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Let's get a big thumbs up. Get ready to rock and roll today. Let's have some fun. 400 laps. I got you guys there. Have a great day. 10 4. We'll make it happen. We know what we got to do. The Motor Racing Network presents NASCAR Live. Simply remarkable performance yet again for Kevin Harvick. Off four. Final time. You know, it's, it's been a strange year, and here you are lingering around and, and wound up in, in victory lane with, with uh, two races to go, and now you get to go race for a championship. NASCAR Live is presented by Procore Construction Management Software. Reduce rework and finish jobs faster with Procore. And brought to you by Hercules Tires, right on our strength. From the Motor Racing Network Studios in Concord, North Carolina, here is your host, Mike Bagley. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of NASCAR Live here on the Motor Racing Network. Mike Bagley and the MRN crew with you for yet another action-packed edition of NASCAR Live. Coming up in a moment, you'll hear from AAA Texas 500 race winner Kevin Harvick. Our Woody Kane had a chance to catch up with Kevin in victory lane Sunday at Texas Motor Speedway. The postman, Steve Post, is going to chat with Christopher Bell, who over the weekend locked himself into the championship race at Homestead Miami Speedway by winning the O'Reilly Auto Parts 300. Of course, his Texas win, huge win for that team, their eighth of 2019. We'll preview racing at ISM Raceway this weekend from a crew chief's perspective. Jeremy Bullens, the crew chief for Ryan Blaney, will stop by. A panel of our MRN talent, that includes Steve Post, Woody Kane, and Alex Hayden will break down the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series playoffs heading into the next-to-last race of the year coming up this weekend at Phoenix. Kim Kuhn will stop by with what's trending in NASCAR, and we'll preview the latest episodes of MRN Presents 50 Years, the voice of NASCAR, and NASCAR history coming up with Susie Armstrong as well. But first, as promised, our Woody Kane was in Texas for the Motor Racing Network over the weekend. He got a little opportunity to spend some time with Kevin Harvick in victory lane after Kevin not only won the AAA Texas 500, his fourth win of the year, but locked himself into the championship race at Homestead Miami Speedway as well. Well, Kevin, you came into the weekend saying it's been a fight for you guys to find consistent speed. But here at Texas in the fall, three in a row, what's up with this yeah. place and you? Well, we have had no problem with speed. We've, we've um, you know, we've had a few weeks where uh, we had, you know, the, the inspection mishap at Kansas and had plenty of speed in the car and Talladega got tore up. Martinsville is just Martinsville. But, um, you know, speed is is really what uh, we've had, uh, you know, the second half of the year with with our race cars. And and I think when when you look at this particular racetrack and the things that, that uh, we're doing with our cars, it uh, really fits 
what we do. And, and we had circled this race and said that this is a race that, that we need to try to capitalize on. And uh, they put a lot of time and effort, and uh, the Roush Yates folks put a lot of time and effort into the engine to, to try to get to victory lane tonight. And, and we, we feel like, um, you know, qualifying well is important for us to get that first pit stall and, um, you know, the, the line being so short of a distance from the end of that first pit stall and, and, and try to take control of the race. And then, you know, with a fast car, you can kind of go run and hide. And then when the handling swings, the, you know, the other way, hopefully you're far enough ahead that, that they can't catch you, and, and that's what happened tonight. You did have a rocket early, but tell me about the challenge of coming back through there after the pit road mishap. Yeah, you know, we had the we had a bad restart, and then we pitted and had the, the pit road penalty, and, and then, you know, in the end, that's that's really what put us in position to stay out on the racetrack longer and not have to pit with everybody else and uh, have that caution come out, uh, really put us back in the in the front side of the cycle, and, and we were able to uh, get a good restart and, and uh, race a couple of our teammates there for the lead and, and you know, get the control of the race back. Now 49 wins tying Tony Stewart. You guys jawing a little bit about that, or are you just uh, thinking, wow, I'm really here? Yeah. Yeah, you know, I don't, I don't really think about that stuff. I think, um, you know, knowing that that's what, how many races Tony won in his career kind of puts it into, um, you know, a little bit of perspective. But we don't talk about stuff like that, really. Um, you know, we, we're, we're really, you know, simple-minded people that, that can only, you know, I guess our brain capacity can only focus on one thing at a time. So we'll worry about all the numbers when, when we're done racing. Is it a relief now to know you go to Phoenix, unlike last year, and not have to worry about a thing? You're going to Homestead? It was, you know, it, it really, it, it's not stressful. It, it is what it is. You know, you, you know now that you're going to Homestead, and you know Phoenix will, will be more relaxing. But those are the moments that, that you live for, uh, being, you know, in the, in the mix. And, and those, those thrills and highs that, that come with the, the peaks and valleys of, of those types of moments are, are really uh, what it's all about and, and the things that I enjoy. So uh, I'm glad we don't have to do it, but I also, you know, enjoy those moments as well. Congratulations. Thank you. That was Kevin Harvick in our Woody Kane at Texas Motor Speedway Sunday. The 2014 champion will race for another title at Homestead in two weeks. But first, the series heads to Phoenix and ISM Raceway. Coming up, our Kim Kuhn will have the latest on what's trending ahead of NASCAR's return. Good afternoon. Would you like to try a free sample of our double fudge brownie? Oh, sure. Mmm, that's very good. I'll just take one more just to be sure. Yep, still very good. Some things never change, like never being able to take just one free sample and Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Mmm, is that macadamia nut I taste? Let me take one more. Sir, mm. yeah, I thought so. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Limited by state law. Wheelin designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Wheelin product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Wheelin is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. Coming up, Kim Kuhn will give us the latest on what's trending in the sport. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. It wasn't just built to be a museum. It was built to be a shrine to the history, heritage, and future of the sport we love. This is our house, the NASCAR Hall of Fame, and it's packed full of classic and present-day cars, including Petties, Earnhardts, and Waltrips, as well as interactive experiences, realistic racing simulators, and much more. Plan a trip to the NASCAR Hall of Fame in Charlotte. Tickets at NASCARHall.com. 
NASCAR Hall of Fame. This is our sport. This is our house. Wings Nation, your go-to for Wings Sprint Car Talk, news and information. Find all the episodes of Wing Nation on your favorite podcast platforms. Steve Post, Ashley Stramme, and Aaron Evernham. Go in-depth with the race winners and personalities from dirt tracks all across America. Like Winged Nation on Facebook. Follow Wing Nation on Twitter. You'll get stories and information and live broadcasts of Wing Nation shows from some of the top dirt tracks in the nation. Winged Nation, your home for Winged Sprint Cars. Motor Racing Network presents Building Toward a Championship, presented by Procore. Kevin Harvick's team owner, Tony Stewart, is excited to see one of his four teams in this year's championship race at Homestead Miami Speedway. It's the goal of the company every year to to be in that position where you know you're going to take at least one car to Homestead to race for a, a championship. This is one of those tracks, and, and Phoenix next week is one that... You know, it was they're kind of Kevin and Rodney's playground, so to speak, so uh, or have been historically. So, you know, to be able to to knock it out like they did today and do it in such a dominant fashion, I mean, that's uh, you know, that's the kind of day that that sets a statement to the competition that, that you know we feel like our team's peaking at the right time and getting ready for the end of the year. Building toward a championship is presented by Procore. Whether you're a GC, a specialty contractor, or an owner, Procore's construction management software is built to help your team stay on budget, on schedule, and in control. No matter what you're building, Procore can help you finish ahead of the competition. Now back to Mike Bagley. Welcome back to NASCAR Live. There's been a lot of headlines already this week ahead of NASCAR's stop at ISM Raceway. For the latest on what's trending, here's our Kim Coon. Kevin Harvick joins Martin Truex Jr. as a championship contender at Homestead Miami Speedway in two weeks. This after Harvick earned a dominating win over the weekend in Texas. One of the biggest stories leaving Texas was Chase Elliott's misfortune again in the 2019 playoffs. The team has battled mechanical failures at Dover and Martinsville. They won with their backs against the wall in Charlotte. And this past Sunday in Texas, it was an early lap nine wreck that put Chase in a must-win situation heading to Phoenix. You know, obviously today it was very self-inflicted and made a mistake that, you know, really no excuse for. And, and that's what you get when, when you make mistakes. You put yourself in bad position, and that was all on me today. So just pay to happen, but it, it did, and, and we'll just go on to Phoenix and try to uh, try to get a win out there. Elliott wasn't the lone playoff driver who saw troubles on Sunday. Denny Hamlin, who many believed was the favorite to advance in this round after dominating Kansas, was dealt a 42-point swing after a lap 80 crash. Just frustrated in general. I mean, it's it's no, you know, nobody's fault. I'm, I'm the driver of the car, but uh, certainly was, uh, wasn't even trying to test it up there. It just wasn't ready. And, and you know, it's just a really narrow track uh, up until that stuff burned on, burned in. It could be worse. It could be, could be more points. But uh, no, just uh, definitely, you know, got the mentality to go out there and, and try to win. That's, that's, that's what we're going to try to do. Hamlin is 20 points below the cut line, while Ryan Blaney and Kyle Larson are both 23 points below. Chase Elliott is in a must-win situation, 78 points below the cut line. Kyle Busch is 22 points above, while Joey Logano has a 20-point cushion to the good. We'll see who advances this weekend in Phoenix. In non-playoff news, Kurt Busch has a new deal at Chip Ganassi Racing. The team held a press conference this weekend in Texas to announce that the veteran has signed a two-year deal with the organization, which will take his contract through 2021. Here's team owner Chip Ganassi. This guy to my right brings a lot more than just um, than just what's on the uh, just what's on the track. He brings a lot off the track. He brought a lot of guys on that one team their first NASCAR Cup win. And uh, I think you saw that in the exuberance at Kentucky. So I'm very proud to keep him part of this team uh, for the foreseeable future. 
Monster Energy has also re-signed with Kurt for those two years, the older Bush brothers saying he's excited for the future and to be able to race with a championship-caliber team. The way our season started was was tremendous. We were exceeding expectations in all areas, and I, and I knew that would resonate well with, with our manufacturer, with our sponsor, and our team. Uh, but again, some of the decisions that went into all of this were what 2021 looks like and, and 2020 as far as the bridge on getting there. And Ganassi and, and the group all made it uh, come together here this last week. In other contract news, team owner Tony Stewart says the team is close to re-signing Daniel Suarez at Stewart Haas Racing, but the deal has yet to be finalized. We're working on it. I mean, the, the thing about Daniel that I love is that he he probably studies and works harder than most people I know to be successful at what he's doing. And, uh, you know, it's just a matter of trying to... to you know get this deal done and see if we can put it all together but you know he's he's working really hard we're working hard at it we're um, I think we're getting closer but it's not done yet obviously. Suarez is in his first full season with Stuart Haas Racing and says contract negotiations this late in the year are nothing new in his career. We're not in the perfect situation I wish two months ago we're done with all this stuff but Unfortunately, you never know, but unfortunately or fortunately, who knows? Uh, I've been in this situation for the last couple of years, but uh, everything is going to be fine. We just have to work out a couple of things uh, sponsor-wise, and hopefully everything fell in place. It was also announced over the weekend Stuart Haas Racing has formed a technical alliance with Go Fast Racing in the Cup Series for 2020. Finally, big news rocked the racing world Monday morning as Roger Penske and the Penske Corporation purchased the Indianapolis Motor Speedway and the IndyCar Series. The track and series were formerly owned by Holman and Company. How does this affect NASCAR? Well, Roger Penske said in an inductory press conference he will stand by the Brickyard 400 and NASCAR's presence at the Speedway. Well, I think you uh, you look at 27 years, there's no reason to break that string uh, of, of races. Uh, we would expect to take this for many, many years. Uh, they need to run at Indianapolis. We want them to. And there's no question that, uh, you know, we're going to look at opportunities uh, to expand the relationship with them in the future. We have more on this story and all the other ones we've mentioned on MRN.com. I'm Kim Kuhn, and that's the latest on what's trending in NASCAR Nation. Thank you, Kimmy. A big news week already getting ready to ramp up even more as all three of NASCAR's top series will set their championship four rosters in Phoenix this weekend. Speaking of that, coming up, Christopher Bell. He'll race for a title. In the NASCAR Xfinity Series, after winning at Texas this past Saturday, our Steve Post chats with him coming up. Do you have a car, truck, boat, or other vehicle that's seen better days, but you're not sure what to do with it? Turn your clunker into a chunk of change in support of children's health care initiatives when you donate it to the NASCAR Foundation. It's simple and free. Call 844-NASCAR-9 to have your vehicle towed and auctioned off. You get a tax deduction, and the NASCAR Foundation gets the proceeds. Put your vehicle to good use for the kids by donating it today. Call 844-NASCAR-9 today. That's 844-NASCAR-9. MRN's Classic Races. Labonte gets crossed up. Labonte goes around. Dale Earnhardt now watches Labonte spun across the line and got the win. Spanning 50 years of NASCAR racing. Barney Hall. There's a beautiful afternoon here in Daytona Beach. And the action will be fast and furious. Legendary voices. Legendary races. Daryl, simply, what happened? I just hope he chokes on that 200000 That's all I can tell you. MRN's Classic Races. Available on MRN.com, iTunes, and your favorite podcast providers. He did, he did touch No, he knocked the hell out of me. Christopher Bell joins us next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. 
1993 Cup Series season had more than its fair share of twists and turns. Checkered flags waving. I look in my mirror, and here's Earnhardt right on my tail, and he goes down low to pass me. And I said, oh, no, you don't. As Wallace spins, Wallace's car goes on its nose. Here's stories that you've never heard before in a 10-part series called The 1993 Season. And Davey was behind me, and we came off the corner, and there's a guy standing in the middle of the racetrack. You can download it for free on iTunes and at MRN.com right now. For five decades, the Motor Racing Network has been the voice of NASCAR. And now, it's time to tell our story. They are in turn two in front of Mike Joy. With help from some of the sport's iconic voices. Oh, crap! And I spin around. Here comes Richard Petty. I'm Fred Armstrong. Join me for MRN's newest podcast series. MRN presents 50 Years, the voice of NASCAR. Available for download on MRN.com. And wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. Welcome back to NASCAR Live. This past Saturday in Texas, Christopher Bell won the O'Reilly Auto Parts 300 for the NASCAR Xfinity Series. He also clinched a berth into the championship race at Homestead Miami Speedway. Coming up one week from Saturday, here's MRN's Steve Post with a young man who has won a career high eight times this season. Mike, as the picture becomes more and more visible as we look towards Ford Championship weekend coming up in the Xfinity Series, Christopher Bell was the guy that added his name to the list and will be running for the championship. The 24-year-old racer from Norman, Oklahoma, picked up the win in the O'Reilly Auto Parts 300 at Texas and locked himself in to Homestead. Christopher joins us on the line, and uh, Christopher, congratulations. Has to be a uh, sweet feeling to know that uh, you're locked in and and, and, and going to race for the biggest prize in the Xfinity Series. Man, it feels really good. Right now, it's just all about homestead man using that xfinity internet service to study as much as i can and and try and be prepped up so that when we get to homestead we're ready okay so studying and prepping up what are you studying what are you prepping on what are you looking at basically just watching past races seeing what guys are doing to to be good um obviously homestead the tops really fast so trying to calculate how many laps that you need to run down the racetrack before you move up there's other ways to get your car going good around there um we see guys like harvick and even Cole Custer in the Xfinity Series a couple of years ago, they ran down the racetrack. So just focusing on what what made those guys good and how we can duplicate that. You mentioned the name Kevin Harvick. You look at cup races as well. You look at more than the Xfinity Series. Yeah, especially the last couple of years, the package, the rules package was really similar to what we're running right now. So that's one thing that's unique about this year is uh, we're not going to be able to use the cup data at all this year because the rules package is so much diff- so much different than what we have. But uh, the the last couple of years, it's it's related pretty close. That is fascinating. That really, truly is the track at Homestead. Um, do you like that racetrack? What's the uh, you know you're you, you finished eleventh there last year. I know you're going to need to do better than that this year. But uh, is is it a track that you enjoy the challenge of? I love it. Homestead is, I think, truly what NASCAR stands for. It's a mile and a half in length, but it's very unique in that it kills tires. It's very mm-hmm. very slippery, very slick. You're sliding around. Uh, you can really move all over that place there's not a place on the racetrack where you can't race it so i think it's uh i think it's a great racetrack and a great place to hold the final event at. 
For sure. It is going to be fun. It's coming up in two weeks down there. Of course, ISM Raceway is coming up next. Christopher, when I look at the Xfinity Series, and, and, and you're the only one locked in, but we've we've had so much talk about the big three. And, and when I look at the big three and look at Homestead, Tyler picked up the win last year just scraping that car against the fence. As you mentioned, Cole Custer was so dominant down there. Um, we're, those guys have not locked in, but uh, you're probably going to need to go to Homestead planning on winning that race. That's that's the goal, and I think we see it year in and year out where the champion, you have to win the race in order to win the championship, but uh, ultimately that's that's just part of the part of the deal. So I'm excited to go give it my all, and um, honestly, I think Homestead's going to be a hell of a race. For sure. I, I want to step back, Christopher. Your 16th career win in the Xfinity Series, your eighth win of this season, and the history of this sport uh, amazes me. With that 16th win, you've done it in 72 races, okay? You're tied with Jack Ingram and Sam Ard as far as uh, the, winning 16 races in 70, uh, 16 wins in 72 races. I mean, are you are you a student of it enough to know those guys? What when you when you're in that category, you are in high high cotton. What does that mean to you? Man, it's just really really cool, and, and I'm very thankful to be able to be in this position. Obviously, driving for Joe Gibbs Racing, our cars are really really fast, so it's an honor to be put in a position where I have equipment that's capable of winning week in and week out. And I'm very blessed and fortunate to uh, be able to have the resources to go out there and win. And, and it's, it's just really, really special to be able to be compared to some of the greats in the sport. Yeah. It, it, it's something you should really be proud of. Uh, Jack Ingram and Sam Art, Sam Art, they established this series. They're the, they're the, they're the rock that this series is built on and to be n- named in the same name is spectacular. As, as we look at where you guys are at, one of the things I always find fascinating about NASCAR racing, whether it's copper trucks or Xfinity series is over the course of season teams, you know, are at the ultimate level of speed and performance. Sometimes you hit little lulls along the way as, as we roll into these final two races, how how comfortable are you with the speed in your cars, with with everything you have with your Joe Gibbs Racing Toyota? I think we're definitely headed in the right direction. Like looking back at the some of the summer months, we went to a couple of the mile and a half. I mean, short track program, our stuff's been solid every yeah. every time. But on the the bigger race tracks, whenever we go to, uh, I just remember going to Michigan and Kentucky and Pocono and those places. I felt really good. My balance was was spot on. And we just, we weren't fast enough. We couldn't compete with the double zero or the two. Mm-hmm. And now we we're looking at Vegas, Kansas, Texas. We can be a little bit off on balance and we still have the speed to compete with them. And then whenever we do hit the balance, right, we're really good. So I, I really like where we're at. That's good stuff. That's encouraging. That's for sure. Uh, we've talked a lot about Homestead, which is coming up in two weeks. You do still have a race at ISM Raceway. How do you approach this weekend's race out in Phoenix? And it's uh, it's all go from here. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm really excited about it because, at Phoenix last year, we had to win in order to move on to the championship four, where now all we have to do is get to Homestead. So um, I'm really excited about going there. I love Phoenix, and now I get to go there and, and go have fun, man. I, I really enjoy Phoenix. It's a fun racetrack, and now I get to truly enjoy it. Talk about going and not looking at points, looking at stats, looking at numbers. What is, What do you envision that to be like? I think it's going to be pretty intense. And, yeah. and you look at – I mean, Homestead is, is always an intense race because yeah. uh, obviously it's a, a final cutoff race for the, the championship. So you never know who's going to step up. And uh, it right now our points are pretty separated in the Xfinity side, but you never know who's going to step up and, and who could be competing for the win. 
Yeah, absolutely. It is. It's interesting to see drivers locked in and drivers uh, wrestling and scrapping for their lives. Mix it up at ISM Raceway, and we'll do that. Motor Racing Network will be there this week. Christopher, we appreciate your time spending some time with us. I believe we caught you tinkering on your sprint car. Is that correct? We wouldn't want to take you too long away from that now. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. I'm, I'm, I love that thing. I love getting to work on it. So, yeah. Thanks for the time, man. We appreciate it. All right, talk to you later. There we go. Christopher Bell, one of the drivers locked into Homestead for Ford Championship Weekend. Coming up in two weeks, he will be running for the crown in the NASCAR Xfinity Series. Mike? Thank you, gentlemen, and congrats to Christopher Bell on advancing to the championship race. Coming up, we'll preview the Blue Green Vacations 500 for the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series. Good afternoon. Would you like to try a free sample of our double fudge brownie? Oh, sure. Mmm, that's very good. I'll just take one more, just to be sure. Yep, still very good. Some things never change, like never being able to take just one free sample. And Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Mmm, is that macadamia nut I taste? Let me take one more. Sir, mm. yeah. I thought so. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Delivery is here. Outback Steakhouse. Aussie rules. Delivery availability varies. Delivery charge may apply. Hi, folks. Mike Bagley here. At MRN, we rely on equipment from Racing Electronics. Joey Logano to the lead on the back straightaway. Racing Electronics' has scanners and headphones. We can listen to every uncensored conversation between driver and crew. You won the championship, baby. Yeah. And when we need live audio, in-car cameras, and up-to-the-second statistics, use their latest handheld unit called Legend. To learn more about these products and many others, visit RacingElectronics.com. Racing Electronics, the official two-way communication partner of MRN. We'll preview racing at ISM Raceway with Ryan Blaney's crew chief, Jeremy Bullins, next. First, this is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Here's your chance to win a set of your very own Hercules tires. Go to HerculesTires.com slash MRN. Simply register, and each month we'll give away one set of tires. Hercules Tires has the value, selection, and industry-leading mileage coverage to get you wherever you need to go, no matter where the road takes you. Register now for your chance to win a set of Hercules Tires at HerculesTires.com slash MRN. Hercules Tires, ride on our street. Jeff Gordon has come from virtually nowhere. He's one of NASCAR's all-time greats. For the 93rd time in his career. A pioneering champion. Be at the right place at the right time. The kid who took on the good old boys and changed NASCAR. We started to go toe-to-toe from Earnhardt. MRN presents a 10-part podcast series that traces Jeff Gordon's rise to NASCAR legend. Jeff Gordon, the colorful career of the Rainbow Warrior. Available now at MRN.com and your favorite podcast source. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. We continue on this week's NASCAR Live. So glad you've joined us. Only two races remain in the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series season. And this week, championship hopefuls will do battle at the all-new ISM Raceway in Phoenix. For a preview of Sunday's Blue-Green Vacations 500, here's NASCAR Today Midday's Kyle Rickey. The Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series will set its championship lineup this weekend at the ISM Raceway in Phoenix with wins at Martinsville for Martin Truix Jr. In Texas this past week for Kevin Harvick, half of the championship four is already locked in heading into the Cup Series penultimate race. The story this week is the unique venue. During the 2018 season, 
The track flipped the start-finish line from what is now the backstretch to the exit of the dogleg, which used to be the old turn two. Nine-time Phoenix winner Kevin Harvick says the changes made restarts quite interesting. It's an awkward restart zone just because you wind up in that corner and, and you wind up... Um you know, in, a, in an awkward spot on the racetrack, and then you go into that dogleg, and it winds up, you know, being able to go uh, as many lanes as you feel like going, and you can use that whole apron in, in turns three and four as well, like all the way down to the wall. Denny Hamlin agrees with Harvick's take on the restarts, but ultimately enjoyed the challenge. One of the biggest challenges, too, was um, trying to restart while you're in a corner. If you were probably four or five rows back, it was extremely hard to get your car to hook up and take off the way that you would you would want to. That's one of the things that can kind of catch you off guard with that start finish line being there. It's risk versus reward as to whether or not the dog leg is usable in racing conditions, according to Chase Elliott. You can be really brave, you know, and, and sometimes make something work. Other times, you know, you get really aggressive and you find yourself right back in the same spot you started in. So weighing that out, when it's time to do that, when it's not. I mean, we've seen guys make up a lot of ground on restarts and the closing restarts, all kinds of situational things that you just have to make split-second decisions as to what feels right and what's not. If you thought the racing was wild there in the spring, add an extra wager with the playoffs being on the line. Here's championship hopeful Ryan Blaney on the anticipated aggression. It's very aggressive. It just opens that door. You know, before you couldn't really do that. Uh, it just closes up into, you know, what turn three is now so fast last year. So I think it makes it exciting for the fans. Uh, it gives drivers more opportunities. And um, I think you're going to see that, you know, definitely take a step up here. The ISM Raceway provides a unique racing surface, a cross between old school short track racing and the speed of a super speedway. Two more title hopefuls will race their way into the championship four this weekend in the Phoenix Desert, and the Motor Racing Network will be on hand to capture it all. Thank you, Kyle. Ryan Blaney is among the six drivers still hoping to punch their ticket to the championship race at Homestead, and he and his crew chief Jeremy Bullins are hoping for the best as they roll into Phoenix this weekend. They are 23 points below the cutoff line. Our Woody Kane Hopped atop the war wagon over the weekend to pick Jeremy Bullen's brain about the challenges of racing at ISM Raceway. Well, Jeremy, heading back to Phoenix ISM Raceway, you guys uh, were third there earlier this year. It seems like 100 years ago now that we last raced there, but I wanted to start off with the way most people describe it as a short track, but it's a mile in length. Why do people see it as a short track? Well, I think it's you know, historically fell into that category, but it's a, it's a short track that you carry a lot of speed, so, you know, the downforce and that side of things, a lot of things that we think about at the intermediate track certainly apply, and, um, you know, it's a very interesting track with two different corners, and uh, you know, your max travel a lot of times is through the dog leg and things like that. So it's uh, it's got a unique set of challenges. With it being unique as it is, and you mentioned uh, the dog leg and the way the turns are different, how do you, from a crew chief's perspective, make a car go fast there? Uh, you try to, you know, work on, you know, having your car be strong where you can make passes. And that's the thing is to, you know, try to have good corner exit where you can get momentum and get runs on people and try to get beside somebody because it's really hard to pass. Um, you know, so it's having the ability to, to have good corner exit and, and drive up beside somebody and, and position yourself for the next corner is a big deal. When you do have that dog leg now with the start-finish line being flip-flopped like it is and everybody's fanning out now and sometimes you restart actually in the corner, what kind of challenges does that present? Yeah, it's uh, it's certainly interesting. You know, I, 
I think it went better than we thought it might. Uh, you know, so now that we have a race there, we kind of understand a little bit better how things are going to play out. But um, it certainly changed it up a little bit for sure. A lot of talk about using traction compound there. How do you think that might change things or impact the race? You know, I, I think the jury's out a little bit on the traction compound. My concern is that you, you just move the preferred line. Um, as long as it creates a scenario where you have, you know, multiple lanes that you can work in, I think it's a good thing. But, you know, there, I've seen times where we put that stuff down and it just moves the lane that you want to be in from the bottom to the, wherever that stuff is. So uh, that's the only concern I have is as long as it makes two lanes, it's great. Uh, if it just moves the preferred lane, it's not really helping us a lot. And then everybody kind of fights for the lane that's not necessarily the preferred lane again. And is it enough? Does it make enough of a difference based on your experience to make everybody chase it? You know, it can. There's tracks where I think it's worked out okay, and there's tracks where, like I said, you just everybody runs in it. And if, you're, if everybody's running through that stuff, then it's, it's really no different than what you had before. All right, Jeremy, thanks for your time, and good luck in the desert. Thank you. That's Jeremy Bullins and our Woody Kane. Coming up, the playoff races. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Is that Shakespeare? Nope, it's Geico. Uh, yeah, 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 that's Shakespeare from one of his unpublished works. Oh, it be not for awakening. Nay. Give it thou the berries. For 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. No, it's from Geico, because they help save people money. Well, I hate to break it to you, but Geico got it from Shakespeare. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. They continue to depend on Detroit to keep them safe and efficient on the road. When you demand it all, demand Detroit. For five decades, the Motor Racing Network has been the voice of NASCAR. And now, it's time to tell our story. They are in turn two in front of Mike Joy. With help from some of the sport's iconic voices. Oh, crap! And I spin around. Here comes Richard Petty! I'm Fred Armstrong. Join me for MRN's newest podcast series. MRN presents 50 Years, the voice of NASCAR. Available for download on MRN.com. And wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Our roundtable discussion about the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series playoffs is next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. It wasn't just built to be a museum. It was built to be a shrine to the history, heritage, and future of the sport we love. Visit the NASCAR Hall of Fame and see how Petty, Earnhardt, and hundreds of other NASCAR legends became heroes. Watch their most electrifying moments, experience realistic racing simulators, and much more. Plan a trip to the NASCAR Hall of Fame in Charlotte. Tickets at NASCARHall.com. NASCAR Hall of Fame. This is our sport. This is our house. Hey guys, Corley Joy. Join me and my friends, Lauren Fox and Daryl Ma on the Sunday Money Podcast. We talk racing. Listen, a lot's happened. We talk about the race and your spectacular sixth place finish. Yeah, it was fantastic. Daryl, maybe you should start off by telling us why you weren't here last week. And just life. What is the biggest difference this, this week? Because you, you look oh, a little well, more pregnant. I found out I have a third nipple. It's Sunday Money on MRN.com, iTunes, Spotify, or wherever else you listen to podcasts. There's our next promo. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. We appreciate you hanging out with us on this week's NASCAR Live. It has been an entertaining eight races so far in the 2019 Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series playoffs. Two races to go, and Phoenix plays host to the final cutoff race of the year. All the drivers, those six that we mentioned, are going to make last-ditch efforts to make the championship race at Homestead. MRN's Woody Kane, Steve Post, and Alex Hayden are here to recap the Texas weekend. 
and how it impacts what we'll see in the Cup Series this weekend in Phoenix. Okay, Mike. Well, Steve Post is here from Pit Road for the Motor Racing Network, and Alex Hayden is here from the booth for the Motor Racing Network, and we're talking playoffs. Playoffs. Playoffs, boys. Here we go. So, after Texas, things kind of got a little weirder than we expected. We roll in now with two guys locked in, Kevin Harvick, who, by the way, has won three straight fall races at Texas. Martin Truex Jr. got locked in the week before. Then you get down to the best of the rest category, Kyle Busch, 22 points to the good. Joey Logano, 20 points to the good. Denny Hamlin now 20 points under the line. Blaney and Larson, 23 points under the line. And Chase Elliott, way back, 78 points behind the line. Let's start off with Denny and Chase. Steve, it wasn't, what, a week ago that most people, a lot of people, were going, Denny Hamlin, this really might be his year. He seems like he's peaking at the right time. One of those people was me. Um, <laughs> I was I, I was just convinced uh, one of the challenges and, and I think one of the challenges we've seen with Denny, and, and Alex, I'll, I'll jump to you on it after I kind of make my case, because you know Denny better than all of us. Denny is a great race car driver, extremely talented, but one of the challenges he's always had is in this playoffs, and in complete honesty, the question has always been his 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 mental toughness, okay? And and I know a couple of years ago he lost a championship, and it was just like the wheels fell off from him, the wheels fell off from everything else. It, it didn't look like we had any of that now, and it still doesn't look like the mental toughness is there. It, it, it was just, you know, mechanical stuff and and, and and things like that. But, Alex, when we look at Denny, he appears on the outside that he's got everything in his life buttoned up, everything focused on it. But right now he's got some ground to make up. He does. And, and you know, it, it's crazy because I'm trying to think back, and I have been for about a week now, for crying out loud, have we ever had a playoff where we've had more twists and turns, mm. not with just one driver, but with multiple drivers? You're right, Woody. You know, Denny Hamlin was the guy to beat, and a lot of people were already saying, you know what, he's the favorite to win this 2019 championship. But after what we saw at Texas, I think it's just a, a piece of humble pie for everybody that reminds us that in this sport, anything can and usually does happen. It's that unpredictable. Every single lap actually matters. And for Denny Hamlin to, to come out and have such a, a solid mid-stage of the playoff, to have some drama now and find himself on the outside looking in, Steve, to your point, mental toughness. It's going to come into play. So Denny, at a track, that's a one-mile racetrack, got his first ever Cup Series pole was right here uh, at, at, at ISM Raceway in Phoenix where we're going this weekend. He's got a little bit of history here. He's got a little bit of comfort zone here. doesn't matter where the start-finish line is now. The layout of this racetrack is exactly the same as it's always been. So Denny Hamlin's got to dig deep, and he's got to find that mental toughness right now. And I think one of the things he can rest comfortably on, which is really strange, is that a week ago, he was in the same spot that Kyle Busch and Joey Logano were. They're pretty comfortable, yeah. pretty comfortable on points. And I think Denny's got to bank on, well, look what happened to me, and maybe something yeah. can happen to one of those guys, too. And, uh, you know, but but the reality of it is, is 20 points sounds like a lot, but someone has a problem in a stage, and Denny wins the stage, he's cut that in half. Well, right Denny the had stage. a 40 point swing at 40, Texas. See, he had a 40 yeah. point, exactly. And I think that, Woody, is where Denny needs to look at is he had a 40 point swing at Texas. One of those guys in front of him could have a 40 point swing in Phoenix. All right, you guys were talking about about the crazy let's get to the other half of that chase elliott a playoff win two blown motors a broken axle and a crash alex has anybody had a crazier playoff stretch than chase elliott no (laughs) (laughs) okay next (laughs) and i hate to laugh and i hate to make light of it because i mean chase elliott in that race team they're doing all they can 
but they can't control mechanical failures. And that, to me, is what separates NASCAR racing from other stick-and-ball sports. Yeah, you need team effort, unless it's a golf or, or tennis or something of that nature. But in racing, you got to have the team. you got to have the driver talent and the ability. But you also better have some, some hope that Lady Luck's going to be on your side because there are thousands of moving and mechanical parts. We're dealing with machines. And sometimes things break. It doesn't matter how well they're built. Pieces of metal will break sometimes. And Chase Elliott's learning that, and he's learning it the hard way. But that doesn't mean he's out. To me, that's kind of the beauty of the way we do things in NASCAR racing to determine our champion. Mm -hmm. You basically got three strikes. Well, he, he's used to them. He's had two big swings and misses already, but that doesn't mean he won't hit a home run on the third pitch, right? So yeah. for Chase Elliott and his fans, don't worry. you got one last shot at it come ISM Raceway, but boy, oh boy, he's going to not only have to hit the baseball hard, he's going to have to hit it a long way. I mean, Steve, here's how crazy it is. The guy crashed at the Roval and won. Well, see, that's my that was my thought. And and after that Roval, he, he crashed and he won the race, and I said, this guy has momentum. Destiny. Game, set, match. Yeah. This is going to be spectacular to watch how good Chase Elliott is. The one thing, and, and I chatted with Chase, I think it was Talladega, and he said the one thing about when you're behind is you know what you have to do. Mm-hmm. They go there when they roll that car off from the truck into that garage area. They're going there just for, they're, they're not stage pointing. They're not doing this. They're not doing that. Alan Gustafson and Chase Elliott know that they need to be in the lead on lap 312 or whenever we throw the checkered flag, mm-hmm. and that's the only goal. And so there is a degree that that does define a little bit closer what they need to do, where when you look at the other guys, they're all within 23 points. Mm-hmm. They could be in the middle of that race running calculators and, and, and doing math because one of them had a bad stage or something. Chase Elliott, it's simple for him going to going to ISM, Woody. Let's talk about ISM Raceway specifically. You mentioned Denny Hamlin and his comfort le- level there, Alex. One of the things he said over the weekend I thought was really interesting it, it is still the same racetrack but with the way restarts there are now with the the new positioning of the start finish line oftentimes you're starting restarting in the turn itself and then you're fanning out five six wide before you got to funnel it back down again that's going to add to the whole level of crazy there it absolutely is and when you look at the the, the last handful of races at ISM Raceway in Phoenix we've had a lot of long green flag runs so those restarts at the conclusion of the stages, or any caution flag for that matter, uh, they're going to be absolute chaos. So I, I love where the, the thinking is here, because if you have the chance to be a part of the championship four on points, you're going to be awfully nervous when those restarts come around. If you're Chase Elliott, you got nothing to lose. You're relaxed. You go get it. But you got to be careful all the way around this place, because if you get into the fence racing a little too aggressively or bounce off of another car and have a tire run, maybe cut a tire down, if you have to make an unscheduled green flag pit stop, it doesn't matter if you need points or if you need a win. The bottom line is chances are your race is going to be over. So mm. there's going to be some puckered-up race car drivers on restarts. There's going to be puckered-up crew chiefs and crew members because nobody wants to be the guy that drops the lug nut on the four-tire change or can't get the car refueled or have the jack fall off uh, out from underneath mm-hmm. the jack peg on the side of the car. Little tiny mistakes can absolutely not happen if you're one of the championship contenders. All right, Mike, there you go. Alex and Steve and I have just solved all the world's problems. <laughs> now we'll just have to wait and see how it plays out this weekend. Thank you, gentlemen. Looking forward to seeing what happens this weekend at ISM Raceway. Coming up, we'll look back at last year's playoff race at ISM Raceway with an MRN Backtracks. 
Progressive presents Get Pumped. Inspiration to help you do insurance stuff. Okay, time out. You're going to let your budget be the boss of you? Take control with Progressive's Name Your Price tool. Tell us what you want to pay for car insurance, and we'll help you find options that fit your budget. Here's some music to get you pumped. I hear your budget laughing at you. Oh, wait, that's just those kids laughing at me. Ignore them! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Whelan designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Whelan product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Whelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. A NASCAR Live Backtracks from last season's playoff race in Phoenix is coming at you next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Check out MRN.com for a podcast series called The Tough Trucks of NASCAR. 25 years and still trucking. We'll take you back to some great races. Here they come. They're crashing in the back at the line. Mike Skinner wins it. Some wild moments. Brenda Gone gets turned around and slams hard into the inside retaining wall. And the stories that go with them. We lost the championship, but there was a lot of ugly things that went on behind the scenes. Ended a lot of friendships, actually, to this day. Download the shows for free on iTunes and at MRN.com. When you're on the go, missing the side-by-side action at the racetrack isn't a problem. Here comes Logano on the high side. He drives it deep into turn number two. Motor Racing Network brings the NASCAR race to you, wherever you are, so you don't miss one lap of the excitement. Denny Hamlin has won the 61st edition of the Daytona 500. You are the man, D.A. The power of radio to the imagination of the listener. Tune in to the Motor Racing Network. Visit MRN.com for an affiliate list in your local area. Whelan would like to congratulate Kevin Harvick and his number four Stuart Haas racing team for the win at Texas Motor Speedway. Harvick says his crew chief, Rodney Childers, always has a positive outlook when entering a race weekend. You know, I think for for me, I I still feel like, you know, this was our best chance to win. I know Rodney, he's always the positive one. At some point, he's going to talk me into thinking that we can win every single race. Um, I can think about, uh, you know, well, probably not. I don't know. We didn't. We didn't run that well, and he'll he'll have he'll have ten reasons why the car is going to be better. And every week, it's it's man, this is the best car we've ever had. Uh, we did this 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 and this wrong last time. This is what we've changed, and this is why it's going to be better. And he can he can present it. By the time we start practice, I'm like, man, we're gonna we're gonna win this race on the road, in the air, and around the world. Wheelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, and trusted to perform. Now back to your host, Mike Bagley. Welcome back to NASCAR Live to get us all juiced up and geared up for racing at ISM Raceway this Sunday in the Blue Green Vacations 500. We take a trip down memory lane back to last year's playoff race in Phoenix. This is an MRN NASCAR Live backtracks of the 2018 Can-Am 500. Elimination day. It is time to find out right now what four drivers will move on and race for a championship. Harvick was in a week ago, but now he's out. His back is against the wall. Have a good day, guys. 10-4. You too, old man. Thanks for letting me be a part of this deal. Got everything else accomplished this weekend. I got one more goal to win this race, so... Let's get her done. Simple, man. Appreciate the help. Green flag is in the air. We are underway. Ready, ready, ready. Green, green, green. Truex a bit of a surprise. He's way back there in 15. Flag is sideways. 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 Flag is s
by the race leader, Kevin Harvick. It looks like they just went flatter to melt the bee. No, it's not a bee. It's not definitely not a bee, so it's not temperating. Okay, 10-4. Because I never had any brake made or anything. Yeah, the wheel and all the temperatures were fine. It was like a tire failure. Trouble up in turn number three. One car hard into the outside wall. Lost it all by himself is Clint Boyer. You all right, man? Yeah, I blew it right here. Sorry about that. Pretty much some of our playoffs, boys. I'll go to the garage, obviously. Yes, sir, to the garage. What in the world has happened to Kurt Busch, Joe? Kurt Busch passed the caution car before coming to pit road. A one-lap penalty. The pace car speed is faster than pit road speed. I, I don't know what to tell you. Got to come in, stop in the stall, no work. Yeah, we have to come in, stop in the box, and not work on it, nobody over the wall. Then they'll send us. I've never seen anything like this in my life. Long way to go, man. Got a good car. We'll be fine. Agonizing down there for Kurt Busch. He has just been released, although he's been le released one lap down. This is the most horse call I've ever been a part of in my life. Yeah, man, simple. Sorry, we'll worry about that afterwards. We got a uh, lot of work to do the next 160, but we can do it. I can't see the pace car when I'm off the road. You can't see him. Can you pass the pace car at Martinsville? No, I don't think we can anywhere. I don't need the word think. I need to know. No, you cannot. I don't even know where to find that info right now, but no, you cannot. It's there. It's on the straight part of the back straightaway before you even uh, get into the curve like it is here. All right, some of those guys stayed out. No wave around eligible. We'll be pitting here. Four tires of fuel. Get off the lap back. What did I do different than that? Or the guy before me? Tell me. We crossed the yellow line before the pace started on entry. Not everybody keeps a cool head. For a driver, it's difficult sometimes when things are not going well, and apparently uh, that's the case with Kurt right now. Not real calm. Drop the f***ing rule book off next time, too, when I pit. Fucking read it, Kurt. Take a deep breath. You got a fast race car. You got a lot of time to get there. You just need to, you got to take a deep breath. Get your head back in this. Don't worry about that damn pit stop right now. It's over with. Worry about these next 155 laps. All right, bud? 10 four, good, buddy. And they come off of the corner nearly four wide for the top spot as Kyle Busch goes to the bottom and they're crashing behind him. Kurt Busch. Terribly sorry, guys. I didn't get the job done. No, man, nothing for you to be sorry about. We're not going to be defined, bud. By one moment on the year, man. Hell of a job. We love you. Kyle's got it made, though. Coming to the start finish line, he's going to wrap it up with a win here at ISM Raceway. He's going to Miami. Kyle Busch wins the Can Am 500. Yeah, buddy. Checkered. Good job, guys. Woo! Yeah! Hell yeah! Awesome job, team. Woo! Great job, driver. Way to hang in there, buddy. Take a little momentum with us down the homestead. A victory for Kyle Busch advanced him to the championship race the following week at Homestead Miami Speedway, where ultimately Joey Logano emerged victorious to become the 2018 Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series champion. We will find out who will race for the 2019 title at the end of Sunday's Blue Green Vacations 500 in Phoenix. Coming up, 
a taste of the newest episode released on MRN Presents 50 Years, the voice of NASCAR, plus a NASCAR history lesson from Susie Armstrong. I'm Matt DiBenedetto, driver of the number 95 Procore Toyota Camry. On race day, you can save a ton of fuel by drafting in the pack, but you'll never win if you don't stay up on the wheel. It's like in the construction business. You can either keep up with the competition or leave them in the dust with the Procore Construction Management Platform. Whether you're a GC, specialty contractor, or owner, Procore's software is built to help your team stay on budget, on schedule, and in control. To learn more, visit Procore.com. It's the age-old racing debate. Is it the car or is it the driver? Well, the answer isn't really that simple. If you do the math, it's one part car, one part driver, five parts pit crew. Not to mention all the guys back at the shop, the engine builder, the interior designer, wind tunnel tech, decal Be sure to join MRN Crew Call each week to meet the guys behind the numbers that make the car go. It's MRN Crew Call presented by Money Lion. Every Wednesday on MRN.com or wherever you listen to your podcast. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. We're about to put a bow on this week's edition of NASCAR Live. Before we do, we're eight episodes into the newest podcast series on MRN.com. It's all about the 50-year history of the Motor Racing Network. In past episodes, you can learn about the inception of the network, the many great characters who've held a microphone for us over the years, the biggest moments you heard on the air, and even some of the funniest. This week, though... We discussed the many changes MRN saw over the years from the addition of ancillary programs, such as the one you're listening to now in NASCAR Live, to the many advancements in technology the network has made. Here's just a sample of what you can expect. Earnhardt brings him down into the dogleg. Waltrip will have one final shot. Here he comes, trying to draft down on the apron of the track and get underneath him. There's traffic dead ahead as they cross the stripe. It'll be Earnhardt by a half a car length. Waltrip will finish second. Has the popularity of NASCAR racing exploded in the 1980s? The demand for programming outside of the live MRN race broadcast increased as well. MRN, the Motor Racing Network, presents NASCAR Live. Tonight, dial 1-800-2-NASCAR and talk to Bobby Allison. In January of 1984, MRN debuted NASCAR Live. The live one-hour talk show aired Tuesday nights at 7 p.m. and was one of the only NASCAR-themed talk shows on radio. Now to your host, Eli Gold. All right, Rick Lewis, thanks a lot, and good evening, everybody, and welcome to NASCAR Live. Uh, Very simply, the question is, what exactly is NASCAR Live? Well, it's a chance for you to sit back in uh, the comfort of your home or wherever it might be and call a toll-free number and talk to the folks who make Winston Cup Grand National Racing what it is. Former MRN president David Hyatt. Talk radio itself was kind of in its infancy, and the idea of having this kind of program where a fan could actually interact with the driver, actually talk to them, really made a lot of sense. We would get tons of phone calls that would be attempted. We only had an hour, and on a good night, we'd get about 25 calls that would come in, regardless of who or how many guests we had on that night. Uh, But the attempted calls, and that's what we really measured when we went out to talk about how successful this was, in that hour... The attempted calls were incredible. I mean, we would get thousands of attempted calls. It's MRN Presents 50 Years, the voice of NASCAR, and it's available wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts and at MRN.com. Before we wrap up this week's show, as always, here's Susie Armstrong as we travel back in time with this week in NASCAR history. 
Thanks, Mike. Time to race down NASCAR memory lane, starting with the awesome 80s. 1989. Bad English tops the charts with their power ballad, When I See You Smile. The people of East Germany were able to meet with their West German neighbors for the first time in 28 years as the Berlin Wall came tumbling down. Michael Keaton flies to box office fame as Tim Burton's Batman is the top-grossing movie of the week. And Bill Elliott was a superhero when it counted, leading the final 48 laps to win the AutoWorks 500 at Phoenix Raceway. Awesome Bill's only victory on the Desert Oval. been able to maintain a pretty comfortable lead. Labonte able to chop the lead down a few times. He's within about six car lengths as they head into turn three. Now Elliott right behind Hutt Strickland's automobile, but it's Bill Elliott out of turn four. Elliott has to come out of the throttle a little bit, but he's going to win as he comes down to the line. Bill Elliott crosses the stripe, gets a checkered flag, and wins the Auto Parts 500. 2000, Lenny Kravitz flies away with CD Buyer's money as the greatest hits album tops the sales charts. George Bush defeats Al Gore in a tight contest settled amongst hanging chads in Florida. Three astronauts board the International Space Station for a 136-day stay, becoming the orbiting lab's first official residence. And Jeff Burton decided to populate Victory Lane as he took the lead from Mark Martin with five to go in the Checker Auto Parts Duralube 500 at Phoenix. Jeff Burton all by himself. He'll get to turn number three. He's got seven car links on Jeremy Mayfield. Burton heading to the checkered flag. Cars involved in the crash out of harm's way. Here comes the race lead and down for the win. It is Jeff Burton scoring the win two in a row. Yesterday in the Bush Series, today in the Winston Cup Series. 2004. The sun wasn't going down soon on Kenny Chesney's career as the country star scored both entertainer and top album of the year at the 38th CMA Awards. George W. Bush carries 31 states and garners 286 electoral votes to beat John Kerry and win re-election for a second term. Ken Jennings was unflappable on NBC's Jeopardy, continuing his record-breaking streak of 74 consecutive wins. And Dale Earnhardt Jr. led 118 successive laps and survived a late race restart to win the Checker Auto Parts 500 in the Arizona desert. Everything gets hotter when the sun goes down. Jeff Gordon, Ryan Newman, J.C. Kane, Kevin Harvick, and Jimmy Johnson. Tight pack of five cars racing for the second spot, but it's all going on way behind the leader, Dale Earnhardt Jr. Budweiser Chevy comes pouring off turn four for the second year in a row. He will win the Checker Auto Parts 400. And those are just some of the events from this week in NASCAR history. Thank you, Susie. Appreciate that history update. And we appreciate Kevin Harvey for joining us on this week's show. Also, our thanks to Christopher Bell and to Jeremy Bullens. I'm Mike Bagley. And for the rest of the MRN crew, we'd like to thank you for joining us here as well. Until we speak next week, we wish you a great week. Have a great Phoenix weekend. And we'll talk to you next time right here on NASCAR Live. Until then, so long, everybody. NASCAR Live is a production of the Motor Racing Network with studios in Concord, North Carolina and Daytona Beach, Florida and was brought to you by Bloomin' Monday at Outback Steakhouse and by Hercules Tires, right on our string. Today's broadcast was produced by Alexa Henrian, Tyler Burnett, and Rich Cobra. The executive producer for MRN is Ryan Horn. Remember to visit MRN.com to get all of the latest NASCAR news and information. NASCAR Live is produced under an exclusive license with NASCAR. 
Any use of the accounts or descriptions contained in this broadcast must be with the express written permission of NASCAR and the Motor Racing Network. Good afternoon. Would you like to try a free sample of our double fudge brownie? Oh, sure. Mmm, that's very good. I'll just take one more, just to be sure. Yep, still very good. Some things never change, like never being able to take just one free sample. And Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Mmm, is that macadamia nut I taste? Let me take one more. Sir, mmm, yeah. I thought so. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Buying a house can feel like you're going 200 miles per hour in bumper-to-bumper traffic with a dirty windshield and the sun in your eyes. Ruoff Mortgage has the technology, expert staff, and resources to simplify the process while speeding up the time it takes to get clear to close. So while getting a loan can seem intimidating, Ruoff Mortgage will have you opening the door to your new home fast and stress-free. Visit Ruoff.com to learn more. That's Ruoff.com. 